Penn State University is home to almost 100,000 students and more than 40,000 faculty and staff across many campuses. In a word, it's ginormous. As a result, it's pretty challenging for anyone to be aware of the thousands of things taking place at Penn State on a daily basis. Some of them amazing, some of them interesting, and some of them just intriguing. Uh, but to learn about them is a challenging prospect. And so in order to build more community among the Penn State audiences, three members of the Penn State staff from different departments came together to create a podcast that would educate and highlight the great people who make up the Penn State University family and spotlight the work that they do that may otherwise go unnoticed. In this edition of the Society for New Communications Research podcast, we'll speak with Christina McNeil, Shannon Ritter, and John Dolan about the You Report, their podcast, which is a winner of the Society for New Communications Research Award of Excellence in the Education and Academic category for Internal Communications. I'm your host, Steve Lubetkin. Welcome to the Society for New Communications Research podcast. In this program, we're speaking with the producers of the You Report, an unofficial podcast at Penn State University that tries to go behind the scenes of a large university that's spread out over many campuses and many departments and features some of the people that members of the Penn State community might never get to meet. Joining us on the podcast today are John Dolan. Christina McNeil and Shannon Ritter. John Dolan is director in the Office of Digital Media and Pedagogy for Penn State's College of the Liberal Arts. He oversees strategy for incorporating more technology into teaching, learning, and research in the college. He's also responsible for managing the robust social media initiative for the college's undergraduate studies division, and he's made a number of conference presentations on social media. He's in the final stages of completing a dissertation on the impact of the use of social media in the workplace. Christina McNeil is drawn to web communications because of the variety of skills, analytical, strategic thinking, creative, and technical that she has to use to implement solutions that help people. She currently works as a web developer for the Office of Student Aid, where she enjoys the challenge of finding creative solutions for student aid professionals, communicating complicated information to audiences, which are primarily parents and students. She oversaw the launch of the latest OSA website while implementing a content management system for the staff. Christina has also worked in the Penn State Outreach as a speechwriter for the Vice President and as a developer and manager of the organization's intranet. She's a proud veteran of the, both the U.S. Navy and the U.S. Marine Corps. And she and her husband and son have two dogs and live in Belfont, Pennsylvania. Shannon Ritter currently works as the coordinator of auditions, interviews, and admissions for the Penn State School of Theater. In addition to working closely with faculty and undergraduate admissions, she also coordinates the use of social media within that school. Before coming to the School of Theater, Shannon worked as social networks advisor for Penn State World Campus and spent five years in undergraduate admissions at Penn State. Shannon's also co-founder of the social media constituent group with Educause and presents regularly at national conferences on the use of social media in higher education. They joined us from Christina's office over Skype. Christina, Shannon, and John, welcome to the Society for New Communications Research podcast. Hi, thank Hello. you. 
Well, it's great to have an enthusiastic crowd from Penn State. <laughs> and, of course, you guys have won an award in the society's uh, competition in the education and academic category for internal communications in one of my favorite areas, podcasting. Yep. Tell me a little bit about the podcast. It's called The You Report. And uh, how did you get the idea to put it together and, and what goes into it? You want to take that? Sure. Um, well, we, uh, Christina, Shannon, and I worked for a uh, larger sort of umbrella unit of Penn State called Outreach. And um, uh, Outreach has many, many different components to it. Many different departments serves a, a very wide variety of distinct, discrete audiences. And as a result, um, a lot of the departments kind of work independently of one another. And the three of us realized that there was um, a real lack of understanding of, you know, what does, what does, what do these departments do? Who works in them? You know, what kind of, what's their day like? And so we decided um, to try to explore that through the creation of a, of a podcast that mm -hmm. at the time we called the O Report because we worked in outreach. So, um, we started it there, and we just, uh, to get us started, we actually just started calling random <laughs> random <employees> numbers. <laughs> yeah. to see who would talk to us on the phone. Um, and we got some uh, kind of, we got a few hang-ups, and people were seriously interested. People actually thought you were, they thought it was a prank, or? Well, they just were like, what do you mean you want to talk yeah. to me and find out yeah. what yeah. I do and yeah. how I am and what I'm doing yeah. today? Yeah. Um, but then we got a few takers and we were able to, you know, create a little momentum. And, and then we got a few high profile takers within the organization. And I think that that kind of gave us some credibility and, and helped us uh, continue. Um, but again, it wasn't anything that was, um, you know, formally signed off on by anybody in the no, organization. It was just something really a personal project between the three of us. Yeah. Not anything related to our work responsibilities at all right yeah. yeah it was just a really a, an effort to build community um, within our organization I think that's the important part it's not that we were just calling other departments to find out what what specific people did within the department we were calling people to find out what they were like right so it was it was more not you know Elizabeth works in marketing but Elizabeth really loves riding her bicycle and she has three kids and she loves knitting and oh hey she works in marketing right. too so you could begin to form relationships and connections with people not just based on how you dealt with them within a yeah. work environment yeah yeah and another thing is we had um, uh, a somewhat new internet and although this developed separately from that, it was with the same idea because we were all mm -hmm. part of creating that internet. Um, so this ended up being a really great compliment because mm -hmm, right. it was like a social internet, but we weren't necessarily ready for that social integration. And so, but the, the platform was a, a really, well, it was a really good platform to introduce the podcast. And, mm -hmm. yeah. and then we yeah. all eventually left that organization so we had to rename it. Right. So we decided we decided to make it Penn State wide, and we rebranded it as the U Report for right. University, and that's all about you. And yeah. um, And then that really hugely expanded the scope of who yeah. we could talk to, and and we had already kind of gotten our shtick down, and mm -hmm. and um, just started reaching out to to people that we found interesting within the university community, and and it's you know 
went from there. Yeah. It's it's almost a uh, completely the opposite of the traditional approach to this kind of uh, social media in a large organization where you know you have to go through reams and reams of people and reams and reams of permission to to get something going. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> We're not really kind of oh, I don't <laughs> really operate in that realm. I mean it wasn't on purpose. It was just like we're not doing any harm. Right. And why do we? Well, I mean, why do we have to ask permission to get to know people? That's just kind right, of, right, it's right. kind of a silly idea. Now, wait a minute. When did the concept that you're doing no harm mean that you didn't have to ask permission? <laughs> 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 well, I guess I mean, if I tried that argument a lot of times in my organizations. It didn't work with them. That's the whole thing, right? You can't argue. You just have to do it. Yeah. And it because it wasn't part of our work responsibilities. This is really. It's kind of something we do over our lunch hour yeah. once yeah. a week, and we're doing it on our own time, which I think yeah, that for was us was, big. yeah, this isn't related to our job. This is the three of us getting to know people. Yeah, yeah. so we didn't have to ask permission to do it during work hours. We weren't um, using, you know, resources that we weren't allowed to use. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. And also, I mean, the way I see it is it's no different than walking down the hall and you need to find a room and you start to strike up a conversation mm -hmm. with someone. It, it's just a different medium, but it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it, I mean, it's kind of interesting that Penn State has um, clearly sort of given their, their tacit endorsement, if not approval, by, by letting you into the iTunes U collection. Yeah. And we've had, you know, people from university relations whose job, you know, this sort of right. really would be. Right. We've, we've, we've talked with, with some them, of them. Right. They, they, you know, they're fans of the, of the, podcast as well. So um, so I feel good about that. We're, we're, we're clearly have the university's, you know, best interests at heart when we, yeah, when right. we do this. So how, how many uh, episodes have you recorded so far? Oh, my gosh. Uh, do we have a count? Uh, a lot. Yeah, probably. Um, I mean, as the you report, we probably, probably. Yeah, I was going to say counting you, would make it too formal of a process. <laughs> yeah, we're not into actually keeping track. Yeah, it's got to be close to a hundred by now. I think it's between. more than hundred because I think we did thirty before we left, yeah. and we've done more than fifty. Well, that's, well, only, that's, 80. that's only eighty. Yeah. Okay, I'm not a mathematician. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. We'll, we'll call the math department and ask them. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's uh, and 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 you do this on a shoestring. Talk about the equipment that you're using. I mean, I'm I'm using a little bit of like you know high techy stuff. I've got a mixer, I've got microphones and earphones and stuff. But you don't use that kind of stuff. We have a laptop and a USB microphone. Yeah, and, and that is it. And an yeah. iPhone for pictures. Yeah, and an iPhone for pictures. Yeah. Now wait a minute. When you go walking around the campus, you carry a laptop and a yes, USB yes. microphone with you. <laughs> we do. We have set up in in a grass grassy area on campus just with the laptop and the microphone. Yeah, and and people, you know, and you just people come by and they see you doing this and they're okay. You know, well, not at this point, uh, all of our interviews are scheduled. We've yeah, moved, yeah. We've we're not moved, as random. We've now. moved beyond the you know, hey, come over here and talk. Uh, first. See, <laughs> it's becoming formal. The next thing that happens is you ask for permission. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We did find that um, we were trying to do it in a podcasting studio, but we found that uh, people were more willing to say yes if we went to them. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. we just pack up our stuff, you know, all three items, <laughs> and we go to people's offices. Yeah. And then they're more than willing yeah. to speak with us. Yeah, and they're more comfortable us. to speak with us yeah. then, I think, if but they're if on their own environment. Yeah, if it's students, you know, we're, we're catching them between classes, mm -hmm. so it's wherever it's convenient for them. Yeah. So we have sat outside and, you know, in the parking lot. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We've done parking lots. Yeah. We haven't done any bathrooms. No, yeah. not yet. No. Uh, <laughs> mm. Put that on this to-do list. You want to be real careful about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, what, uh, among the interviews you've done, what uh, what have you gotten from people that was the most surprising revelation that, that anyone gave you? Um, the thing that popped into my head, I was really surprised when our new men's basketball coach um, told us that he and his wife were expecting a baby. Oh, and they, yeah. They hadn't yeah. told anybody and else. No one else yet. knew. <laughs> so, so, so you're actually a breaking news podcast. We, we were. Yeah, we were breaking news. And I want to play an excerpt from that podcast where the basketball coach told them about uh, the expected arrival of his third child. I mean, we got to change the culture, the environment, the perception out uh -huh. there isn't isn't always the best. So we're, we're doing that one fan at a time, yeah. one student at a time, one alum at a time, mm -hmm. and and it's going to take some time. And but uh, my staff and I were willing to to put it in. And like you said, my wife, she is the best, and we are expecting number three. <laughs> wow! All right. So first, uh, this is the first time I wow. shared that. <laughs> Breaking news! I haven't even put that on Twitter okay. yet. Okay. Oh, nice. Well, that's awesome. Yes. Breaking Congratulations. News. That's great. Thank you so much. Yeah. I appreciate it. That's Patrick Chambers, the men's basketball coach at Penn State, appearing on the Penn State You Report podcast. And um, and was there anybody that you want to interview that you haven't had a chance to, to talk to yet? Hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, there's there's people that it's not for lack of, you know, for, for them saying no, but there are people that I... I tend to sort of fall into the role of the, of the booker, yeah. Um, and uh, so there's people I want to approach. I'd love to talk with the, with our new president mm -hmm. uh, here at the university, and and um, that's on my list. But I just haven't done the uh, the formal reach out yet. Yeah, we ha we haven't had anybody say no um, since we've, especially yeah. since we've moved to yeah. the U report. It's more just a scheduling yeah. thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the most surprising for me has been, I, I mean, we already knew it, but people love to talk about their jobs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they really, really do. Yeah. Maybe, you know, maybe we just do a really great job of finding people that really yeah. love what they're doing, but it doesn't matter if you're talking to a faculty member or a staff person or a student, everyone is filled with such passion yeah. for what they do. It's, yeah. it's that I think alone has not surprised me, but just inspired me a lot. Yeah, that's a good word. What, yeah. what, what kind of jobs have, of people have you interviewed who have like, you know, obviously there are professors and there are people that work in offices, but what are some of the more unusual jobs? Head of the bakery, head of the Penn State bakery. Yeah, um, I forget her position, but the the woman at the dairy. Yeah, the oh dairy. yeah, the, the cow barns. Dairy the cow farmer. barns, yeah. The woman who takes care of the cows. Uh-huh, um, yeah. Her name is Nadine Houck, and she manages the dairy barns at Penn State. Here's a little excerpt from that podcast interview. Well, we house about 450 dairy animals, Holsteins. Um, we milk 200 cows twice a day. Wow. Um, and then we do that. Um, we're here for research and education. Uh -huh. So we have a lot of classes out here for the students that are majoring in agriculture. Okay. Um, animal management classes, more hands-on things. Um, but we also do a lot of research, and mainly our research is dealing with nutrition. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of science that goes into dairy nutrition because if you want cows to produce milk, you have to feed them well. Right. Um, and like feeding them chocolate to have them get chocolate. <laughs> well, not exactly, but <laughs> that'd be nice if that worked. <laughs> but it's Nadine Houck from the. Penn State Dairy Farm. Is there anyone else on the uh, campus that you would like to interview that you haven't? 
oh my gosh, there have been so many. It's hard to yeah. do both basketball coaches. Yep. Yeah. The yep. Nittany, former Nittany Lion. The Nittany new Lion football coach. New football yeah, coach. Yeah, Nittany Lion mascot. Yep. Just tons yep. of different. We actually, I think, I think we make a point of trying to seek out people who are unique and may have uh, unique roles at the university, people that you wouldn't necessarily know about. So, right. you know, not necessarily this English professor, but the woman who's taking care of all the cows at the cow barn, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're not going to run into her on a daily basis right. on campus. And, and it's so interesting and so different. And it's one of those things that makes Penn State a really unique place. So I love those interviews most of all. Yeah. Yeah. We have done professors, but mm -hmm. they've been in more, um, you know, not necessarily the ones that are well known. I'm thinking of mm -hmm. the forensic, forensic sciences. Yeah, you know, and there's only there. That's a very small, yeah, graduating right. class. What kind of feedback are you getting from students and faculty about the podcast? been very positive yeah you know we we always give people the option to listen to it before we post it and have we uh, maybe we've had one person over the course of all that we've done that even feels like they need to approve it maybe it's not, not asking for permission thing again right. but people once they're always a little hesitant they're a little nervous when we start talking to them but once they realize that they can talk about what they love and what they do they're really eager to tell us everything yeah. Yeah. and being a part of that, I think they get really excited to know that we will share exactly what they've told us and that exactly what they've said will come through. Right. And I right. think that that lends credibility to every other interview that we do then. Yeah. They always say afterwards that it was fun. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're like, yeah. wow, that was a lot, yeah. a lot more fun <laughs> yeah. than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> so what's next for the podcast? You Once you exhaust the supply of interesting people to talk to, what uh, what other things do you think you want to tackle on campus? <laughs> yeah, I think by then we'll all be retirement age. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll call it the R report. <laughs> yeah. Well, great. Um, I want to thank you all for being with us, John and Christina and uh, Shannon, for being with us on the Society for New Communications Research podcast. Thank you very much. Thank Thanks you. for having us. John Dolan is director of the Office of Digital Media and Pedagogy at Penn State's College of the Liberal Arts. Christina McNeil works as a web developer in the Office of Student Aid. And Shannon Ritter is the coordinator of auditions, interviews, and admissions for the Penn State School of Theater. Together, they're the producers of The You Report, an unofficial podcast at Penn State University, which won an award in the Society for New Communications Research's Excellence in New Media competition in the Education and Academic category for Internal Communications. You can read more about their award entry at sncr.org forward slash node, N-O-D-E, forward slash 444, the numerals 444. And if you'd like to listen to the podcast, it's available at theureport.posterous.com. If you have comments or suggestions about this podcast, please email me. It's steve at lubetkincommunications.com. We produce this program in the studios of Lubetkin Global Communications in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. We're on the net at lubetkin.net. For everyone at the Society for New Communications Research, this is Steve Lubetkin. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you out there on the net. Take good care. <music>